Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 210. I'm Ed Hawkins. We're beginning to creak into World Cup mode this week with two big ODI series to preview and a potential form buster in the Caribbean Premier League. Stay tuned for that one. But no Asia Cup. Sam Collins to explain. Indeed, Hawkins, no Asia Cup. Um, discussion around venue changes because of rain mean we'll instead focus on cracking matches, which we know will definitely take place at the named venue. Um, I'm sure Paul Krishnamurti of Betting.Betfair agrees with such profound wisdom. Hello, Paul. I do. Hi, Sam. Yeah, four really good games this week. Excellent stuff. Sadly, um, we are denied the presence of Richard Mann of SportingLife.com, who uh, was raring to go with an 11-2 winner next week, but uh, we will see him next week, last week rather, we'll see him next week. Um, Hawkins, please tell us what is on the show. Yeah, two matches to preview in the Caribbean Premier League from two new venues, and it's ODI action with South Africa versus Australia and England versus New Zealand. We've got team news, we've got pitch reports, we've got trend stats, win rates, players to follow. And best bets, of course, and a returning champion on the five-point challenge. So, um, we start with the CPL. Two games to preview, two new venues. Here's the outright betting on the Betfair Exchange with the um, Trinbago Knight Riders, TKR. I was just going to start with Kolkata. Um, firm favourites now, 2.58. Guyana, 3.75. The Kings are 4.5. Royals are 7.4 and the Jamaica Talawas are 7.8. Um, a quick word from each, please, about the tournament spots. Uh, bring in Hawkins first. Yeah, well, nine of the 14 matches which have been completed have been won by the side batting first, uh, which is perhaps an indication that these teams are well matched. They've been really cracking batting wickets. You bat first, you go big, and then you let scoreboard pressure do the rest. Easy peasy. However, we've got two venues for these games now we're previewing, which are, well, they're just bowlers' paradises in terms of trends. So really interesting to see how they they go, these teams. Now, I, I still think Guyana are probably the wrong price at 3.75. They've got home games for them in the playoffs. That's the best way for it to fall for them. Lovely stuff. Um, and over to you, Paul. Well, I think, first of all, got to be said, um, I was wrong. I think we were all pretty wrong in writing off TKR at the start. They do actually look pretty strong, much stronger than most of the sides in it. Um, it's been quite striking how bad some of these teams have been. Um, Royals, for example, their bowling is horrific. And, of course, some kits are out already. Um, I, having said that about TKR, who have impressed a lot, um, I still would not be with them at 2.58. Ultimately, they're going to only be in the final two and still have to get through that stage. Um, I would, I think Ed's right. Guyana probably are the value right now at 3.75 because the game's coming up at Providence. I mean, I'm on Royals and Talawa basically at this. So I've still got a bet, but I'm a lot less confident than I was, particularly with Talawas who have had a really bad week and should have beaten TKR on Saturday. Thanks, Paul. Hawkins, have you had a haircut? Yeah, school? I have. Yes. Um, Very smart. Very yeah. smart indeed. Thank you. That's, one. That's a reason to watch on YouTube, if uh, if nothing else. Um, right. As I said, two games this week. Uh, we start early Thursday morning um, with Royals versus Trinbago. 
uh, midnight live on TNT. Trimbago likes to be no better than 1.65 currently. This one is from Queen's Park Oval, Port of Spain. Um, Hawkins, uh, get your lovely hacker and do a uh, lowdown for us, please. Yeah, Royals possibly going to line up like this. Myers, Cornwall, Evans, Athanasi, Powell, Holder, Donovan Ferreira, we think, is coming back from South Africa. He's not involved in the ODI series. Naeem Clark, Van der Merwe and Case Ahmed. Uh, they chased 221 versus the Patriots, which was a terrific comeback from them. Paul's right, their bowling's awful. Uh, could this be a great level of form? Uh, this pitch, we'll get to that in a second. TKR potentially lining up like this. Guptil, Dayal, Paran, Tucker, Pollard, Russell, Elaine or Tom Curran, don't know what he missed out last time for. Heel or Sane, Sanonarine, Ali Khan, and then Noor Ahmed could be coming back um, from Asia Cup duty, if not Salem Kale carries on. Uh, this pitch for you, um, which is extraordinary really for the bowlers at Queen's Park, uh, 160 has been busted zero times in the last 18. Now, I'm using 160 as a, as a figure because we've had massive scores uh, in the CPL so far. So zero from 18 batting first have busted 160. Ten have been won by the side batting second. Wow. So, um, Paul Krishnamurti, all pitches so far better bat- for batting than uh, historic trends suggested in this tournament. Um, do you see the same again, despite what Hawkins is pointing out? I think we've got to set the line 10 higher this year in any case. It's happened in all the competitions. Um, teams are definitely getting better at batting and possibly that's because the pitches are better because they're setting them up to be so. I mean, the stats here are incredibly um, one-sided and I'm fascinated to see if the betting takes any notice because... You know, we've been looking at 175, 180 for par some of these games. So from the stats, it should be 150 at most. I mean, 11 out of 14, last 14 were under 150. Um, so it's a bit of a wait and see for me, really, where the betting is. I think you've got to go one to 150. If you can lay 1.5 at the start, I think you've got to do that 150. I think you will be able to. I think the market will massively overreact to the earlier grounds and not assume the the changing ground. Okay, um, Hawkins, which Royals turn up for this match? Uh, well, I, I think um, because they've been so up and down with their results, uh, you could forgive yourself for not really working out what um, this Royals team are about. But Paul said it, they can't bowl. Um, uh, but as I alluded to earlier, does this pitch make it a great leveller for them? Um, and I'm probably going to stick with the, the historic trend here. Um, I like that way of betting. Uh, it's worked for me for a number of years. So uh, we're going against the tide slightly of what's happened previously in the tournament, but I'm okay with that because uh, conditions are everything in, in cricket betting. So um, I think Royals are going to have to have that toss bias in their favour. Um, I just think um, in T20 cricket, when you've got a side as short as in that 1.6 region, you have to be really confident they're an absolute crack unit. Uh, and I'm not saying TKR are not that, but um, we've got so many variables here which could go in the favour of Royals from the, the bowling wicket and the toss bias uh, that uh, it's too short for me. But Royals have to have that toss bias in their favour. They've got about a second. OK. Um, if you had to have one bet, Hawkins, what would it be? Well, I'd probably I'd probably again go with that trend and look to, look to get... Um, 
under 160. I think Paul's probably right. I think the innings par line will probably take its view from what's happened in the tournament so far. So if I can be shorting 160, 162 maybe, 162, 163 on a par line, I'll probably do that. Okay, Paul? It really does depend on what these run, what these run lines are because on the other, I mean, whilst I think it will be an, an unders game, I really would fear for this Barbados bowling lineup against TKR. I mean, the bet I think I would look for would be TKR sixes. If Sportsbook put that market up, it would probably be 7.5, uh, maybe 8.5, happy to go over. Virtually all their batsmen just seem to want to hit sixes very quickly in the innings. And Barbados just don't really seem to have any defence against that. Okay. Um, right. Anything on the top, Hawkins? Uh, just a couple of names to follow. Ferreira coming back into the team, hopefully top score for South Africa in the week. Been talking about him all series and the T20 stuff um, for South Africa against Australia, and he and he did it. Um, I think Sportsbook may price him up in the teens, in which case we'll probably play. And Mark Dale as well has been opening the batting. Just keep an eye out on his price um, sometimes. They might make a rick on him, but uh, we've seen some big numbers on Dale, but um, they might have sorted it out now, but just one to be aware of. Okay. Um, any players for you to follow, Paul Krishnamati? Yeah, I think uh, for top Barbados bowler, Jason Holder is a solid bet and hopefully we'll get seven to two. I think he's the best bowler in that lineup by quite some way, other than like, perhaps the spinners. But he's also, I would have thought, guaranteed to bowl at the death, perhaps with Carlos Brathwaite. Uh, so look at those two. Uh, and for TKR, I want to back someone in the middle order to take them apart at the end. So I think I would go Kyron Pollard. And I'd also look at Lorcan Tucker. If you can get seven to one Lorcan Tucker, that would be value. But I think you'll probably get fives on Pollard. That's fine. Okay. Um, thanks, Paul. Um, every Caribbean Premier League game is previewed on betting.betfair I must stress over 18s only please and do visit begambleaware.org which leads us on nicely to game two in the CPL on Saturday 3pm live on TNT Sports in the UK the Kings take on the Patriots and we are expecting the Kings to be the shortest priced team so far possibly under 1.45 for this one on the exchange another new ground this is from Taruba Hawkins. Uh, yeah, lineups for you. Uh, Kings, Munro, Charles Williams, Raza, Chase, Descartes, Primus, Pierre, Ford, Joseph, and Hatsoglu. I don't know what's happened to Banuka Rajapaksa. Um, seemed to be uh, out of the side last time out. So he could come back in, which would make Kings probably stronger, in my opinion. I like him as a, as a hitter. Uh, Pat Sui, Fletcher, Smead, Gooley, Rutherford, Bosch, Powell, Lind, Career. Drake's Lane and Thomas Taruba, another new venue for you. And it's again a bowler friendly surface. Six year last 15 first innings has seen 160 busted. There's no toss bias, and those 160 figures are brought to you uh, with games unaffected by rain, by the way, just in case you're looking up and you're getting the odd one out. That just explains that. So, six out of the last 15 have not uh, gone over. Um, so six out of 15, 160 or more. Uh, there you go. Stop me talking. Okay. Um, extreme unders at Taruba, Paul Krishnamurti? Yeah, all, 
leaving aside all the other caveats for perhaps pitches being different this year, you have to have this bet. Um, the correct odds going back five years, 28 matches at Taruba, the correct odds about under 120 should be five to two. I would suspect they will be at least, at least 10 to one, right? And you could follow that, that trend on all the way up. Um, the, another stat, really noticeable stat here is that 15 or more sixes has only been hit 25% of the time, which is way below all the other grounds. The next was was 46 and all the rest were above 50. So clearly, oh, there's never been a 200 either in 28 matches. So clearly, this has never been a place for, for uh, big runs. As I seem to remember it, Tarubu is also another ground where you're better in the second half of the innings. Okay. Um, thanks, Paul. Any hope for the Patriots, Hawkins? No, because they can't defend 220 against Royals who are very up and down. I just don't see what they're going to they're going to do. Um, they just you, you could make a case for them um, because of the bowler friendly surface, but their bowlers are just not up to the to the mark. So I could sit here and say, oh, you can trade that price. Um, for it to come in, but there's no guarantee it will. Um, and it just feels like even a risky bet doing a trade for them to try and get close to even money. So um, I think they're awful and I think they've checked out. Okay. Uh, any hope for the Patriot? Sorry, what am I talking about? Um, if you had to have one bet, Hawkins, what would it be? Uh, well, it, it probably takes me to, to the tops market, actually, because I think there might be a bit of value on Sikanda Raza top. Um, King's bat is taken over the captaincy. He seems to be loving it. Extra responsibility. Um, he seems to be moving the order around. And because he's been moving the order around, uh, Descartes and Primus may well be shorter than him because they all batted ahead of him last time because they wanted quick runs. So they promoted those guys. So we could get some nice sugar on Raza. Um, so he's definitely one to follow. Um, and also just make a point about I'm, I'm, I've done the top section for you here, Sam. So I've, I've raced ahead, but George Lind has been promoted the up the order for Patriots as well, has batted number four, and we could be well getting figures in the teens for you. So um, if I had to have one bet, it would be uh, Raza, I think, top scorers. Okay. Um, Paul Krishnamurti? I'm going to uh, take a different view here. If those are the odds, 1.45, I could back uh, Patriots as a trade. I just think there's not really that much between them. Damon King's a particularly special side. And I think they'll just go for it. They'll be ultra-aggressive. Um, also, I mean, given that we're expecting low totals, I think it's going to be very important that you bat deep. One thing I would say about Patrick is they do bat very deep. They've had all-rounders coming in at 10. They've had Dominic Drapes coming in at 9, who could easily go way up the order. Um, and I think that, you know, you've got Fletcher, Smead and Lewis up front. They just hit two, 220 the other day. They might do that again. Um, and you'll get a much shorter than uh, 3.15. Okay. Um, and any players that you would, would follow on, on top of that? Well, Ed, Ed mentioned before about um, George Lind. So I've got a few Patriots batsmen down, because, again, they might experiment with the order here, and they've got a lot of all-rounders. Um, Ed mentioned Lind's been at four. He's also been at seven. Um, Corbin Bosch is one. He's he's been batting generally at seven, but he was five last time. And earlier in the tournament, he was three. Um, Yannick Karaya, who you normally get hundreds of one again, about he was he batted seven a couple of games ago. And then Dominic Drakes again, who ranges from sort of six to nine. So really, we're looking for sort of 
12 to 1 plus about Lind and maybe 25 to 1 plus about Drakes. Um, Bosch, I'd be prepared to back at 10 to 1. Okay, lovely stuff. Um, thanks, fellas. Still two games to come. Best bets and the returning winner on the five point challenge, of course. Uh, but now then, we move seamlessly to South Africa versus Australia. Day night on Thursday. Um, first ODI, Bloemfontein, the venue, live on Sky Sports, uh, noon start in the UK. Hawkins. Yeah, South Africa expected to line up like this with all their best players back in the mix now. Quinton de Kock, Bavuma opening the batting, Rassi van der Dusten, Markram, Klaassen, Miller, Janssen. And then this is a theme. Do sides start to pick two spinners in prep for the World Cup, regardless of the pitches we'll see? So it could be Parnell or Shamsi, Rabada, Nokia. Maharaj or Shamsi. Australia, Warner Head, Mitchell Marsh, Stoinis Carey, Green, Hardy or Tim David, uh, Abbott, Ellis or Johnson, Hazelwood, Zampa, no, uh, no Maxwell, no Cummins, no Smith, no Stark for Australia, and they're all locks, so they're not at their strongest. Some stats for you about how these teams do with the bat. South Africa run rate 5.8, last two years batting first, and they're a bat first team, 1-7. The last 12, Australia slightly slower at 5.6. However, Australia are a team who like to chase. They've got an excellent economy rate, bowling first at 4.7. But we do take note of missing players. Um, and they've also won seven of the last nine in the chase. Bloemfontein, no toss bias, underlights. England made 342 on this ground this year. It looks pretty flat, so runs uh, to the fore. Okay, thank you, Hawkins. Very good. Um, price this one up, please, Paul Krishnamurti. And the question is, do you completely ignore the shellacking that South Africa's reserves took against Australia in the T20? Well, I'm going to, in terms of predicting the starting price, I'm going to say 1.68 Australia, 2.44 South Africa. But I would definitely back South Africa at those odds. And yes, I think that the T20s, alarming as they were um, to South Africa supporters. Um, this is a very different team with Klass and Rabada, Norkia back. And as I said on previous shows, I'm very keen on this side as a world, potential World Cup winning side. So I think they're definitely the value here. Note, note too as well that on this ground, they've won 10 from their last 11 ODIs. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Hawkins, um, how do you feel? Time to back South Africa now they're full strength in Australia, aren't? Yeah, I think Paul's right. The market will probably price it up somewhere in that region and very happy to be taking on um, Australia at prohibitive odds considering they're without so that clutch, their that backbone. And the T20 series will impact the odds uh, and it shouldn't because it's a different South Africa team. Uh, they've got Klaassen back in, in here. Is the best white ball batter in the world at the moment. Uh, and it's going to be very interesting to see how South Africa go in that World Cup. They could be they could be in with a great shout of breaking into the into the semi-finals because there are sides uh, in that World Cup with bigger issues, I'd suggest, than South Africa at the moment. Um, so I think they're value to win this first game, that's for sure. Okay. Um, you did just say the word backbone in the same sentence as Australia, which I fundamentally disagree with but anyway um can i have a nugget from both of you please uh, paul you, you first please um i'm gonna say big runs um uh, perhaps both to score um 
280 and both to score 300. Okay, Hawkins? Well, I think if, if South Africa bat first, there'll be odds on at the break, so you can trade that price. Okay, and Hawkins, do you want to move us to the tops? Yes, maybe? thank you. Yeah, uh, 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 in tribute to uh, Richard Mann, Rassi van der Dussen has won four of his last 18, but we just mentioned uh, the name Heinrich Klaassen as the best white ball batter in the world. He's got five wins in his last 14 for South Africa on this market. So we expect to be backing him. Quinton de Kock, three wins from 16. Uh, Rabada uh, versus Norkia will be probably the uh, deciding bet to have on top bowler, but it's Norkia who has the better strike rate. Rabada needs nine more balls to take a wicket than uh, Norkia last two years. Um, Shamsi has the best strike rate, however, after Magala, but Magala has played eight fewer matches. We're not sure Magala is going to play. Australia, uh, surprisingly, Warner, five wins from 14. I'm amazed by that stat. We were expecting Richard Mann tonight, and the next question to him was, Richard, are you surprised by that Warner record? Yes, we are surprised by it. Uh, Travis Head's in great form. He's got three wins from 12. Okay. Um, Paul, who do you like? I'm at Classen. I'm just generally keen on backing Heinrich Klassen in some form every time he starts. Um, being, I think this is probably going to be his best format, 50 overs. I think the the reason we haven't seen more of him is that the bat often comes in too late in T20. Um, so I'd be certainly interested in his performance markets and in um, top batsmen if he's like 9 to 2, maybe 4 to 1 or more. But particularly, I'm going to say man in the match because I think that market will be skewed towards the Australians. Um, and I think he, and perhaps Rassi van der Dussen as well, I'd be quite interested in that him at maybe 14, 16 to 1 man in the match. Okay. Um, any other business, gents? Hawkins, you first. Uh, yeah, man in the match market is going to be won by a batter, I think, because it's such a good, good batting wicket. Uh, there's obviously a relationship between um, top run scorer and man of the match. So... We're going in with Klaassen again. And just if we have got it wrong about uh, South Africa winning this game, I think Head and Mitchell Marsh just looking absolutely terrific, Nick. And um, Head really came to the fore in the last game and was due uh, and could well be a nice prize. So Head and Marsh, if the Australians are going to get up and, and make sure that we've, we've got this, called this match odds wrong at least. Head came to the fore, did he, Hawkins? Top punning. I like mm -hmm. it. Um, uh, Paul Krishnamurti. No, I'm good. All done on this game. Okay. Uh, quick game is a good game. Lovely stuff. Right. Moving on to our final game. England take on New Zealand as preparation for the World Cup continues. Game one is on Friday, Cardiff, 12.30pm UK time, live on Sky Sports. Presumably, we will see similar prices from the T20 series with England prohibitively short. Uh, early Betfair Exchange show as England at 1.57, New Zealand at 2.62. Hawkins, please do your worst. Yeah, England could line up like this. Bairstow, Milan or Roy. Stokes, of course, is, must be a, a lock for for the starting eleven. Uh, Root, also Butler, also Moeen, Livingston, Sam Curran, Rashid, Atkinson, Topley. Again, the same question that we had with South Africa. Do England go with two spinners as prep for the World Cup? So if... if Livingston doesn't play, maybe Wokes comes in. Um, we expect Atkinson to be given a run to see how he goes. Um, and top, please, left arm. Pace variation, potentially important for England. New Zealand, Conway, Allen, Young, Mitchell, 
Latham Phillips, Santner, Jameson Southie Bolt, and Henry Kane Williamson not fit yet, not expected to be fit for the start of the World Cup either. Uh, so they're gambling on him. Cardiff pitch, tricky to call. Five of the last seven domestically, um, under 260, first inning score, 6 1 by the side batting second. So reasonable toss bias there. Um, in international cricket, 17 of the last 27. One by the side, batting second. So there's a toss bias trend for your chaser. Scores of 141, 125, 386, 201, 136 in the World Cup in 2019. Um, last two years, run rates batting first just to show you the gulf uh, in Runs per over, batting first way quicker than New Zealand at 5.4. No rain forecast yet for Cardiff. That might change. Okay. Um, yes, indeed. Uh, it may well do. That is, this is Wales. After all, uh, Paul Krishnamurti, how do you price these contests? Rather like the last game, I'm going to say that the betting will be based on the T20 series. It will be around 4 7 um, England, maybe 2 1 on England, 2 1. New Zealand and again I think the outside is a good value I think um, this Ed's mentioned those stats um, they're extraordinary to run stats here it's, the, the team's batting first um, where I went for it's three out of the last five have been under uh, sub 150 so there's a very good chance that you get lucky with a bit of cloud cover you could um, skip a team quickly in that case I'd want to be on the outsider and a note you mean Trent Bolt's back Bolt Henry and Southie would would love um, overhead conditions to be, um, you know, bowler friendly. And also just looking at the weather forecast, 90% humidity in Cardiff Thursday and Friday. So should get plenty of swing. Okay. Plenty of swing, says Paul Krishnamurti. Now, Hawkins, um, you've talked a little bit about the extra spinner in preparation for the World Cup. What would you do? Pick one or go for a pacer? And, and another question, how do you get Harry Brook in the side? Um, I think I think England may well uh, shuffle their pack and go with another pace. I mean, that, the eleven I've picked is what I would um, I would go for. I think England need to do as much preparation as possible for for this World Cup uh, because they've basically taken their eye off the ball in fifty over cricket basically since they won it. So their preparation's not been great. Uh, ridiculously, in that Bangladesh series, they didn't bother to take any any batters, so they got pumped in that one. So they really need to start switching on and, and picking what they're doing for the World Cup. So probably Livingston for me. Um, and obviously a lot of debate about Harry Brooks should be in the squad, which really equates to he should be in the team. But I just don't see how you get him into the team. Uh, because even if you dropped um, Milan, you'd have to drop Roy as well. Stokes is obviously going to play. Root is obviously going to play. So is Butler. So is Moeen. Um is there a slot for leaving out Livingston instead of Brook? Well, no, because you've got to have England has surely got to go with six bowlers. So uh, unless England play five bowlers, uh, which would be a ridiculous thing to do in India, uh, Brooks just not get. I just don't see how he gets into the eleven, um, even if he was in the squad. So I think everyone should it, stand Got there. Roy, you've said it. Um, in his runs, wisdom, Paul Krishnamurti. Um, I mean, we've got to go unders again. We're kind of guessing what the market would be here. Um, as I said, I think it'd be swim friendly. So I'm going to say 
try under 200, maybe under 220 and 230. I think that'll be quite attractive odds, whoever bats first. Okay. Um, what are we supposed to make of this Kiwi side, uh, uh, Hawkins? Well, I think they're a poor side. They're not the side of 2019, similar to England, uh, World Cup finalists, of course. Um, they've lost 11 of the last 17. So they're, they're really struggling. Without Kane Williamson, the batting looks particularly flaky. Uh, usually rely on Glenn Phillips getting him out of uh, trouble. Did so in the T20 to an extent. Um, so I think they're, they're going to find it tough going against England, particularly if they have to bat first in Cardiff and we get those humid conditions that Paul was talking about and the ball zipping around. It could be another situation where they're getting rolled pretty cheaply by an England pace attack, which is highly skilled, got a lot of pace and is, and is varied. They've got so many decent bowling options, England. Okay. Uh, any um, any nuggets for Krishnamurti? Um, I haven't particularly got a nugget, but I'm just going to come back slightly there, Ed. There, I think if you look at these that recent record of this, the big problem they've got is they just don't have the depth in the squad, and so you see a lot of sides, reserve sides, basically, and they just don't really cut it at this level. But I think if you're looking at that lineup there with Bolt, Southie, and Henry. I think that's competitive. And the only real loss for me there is Kane Williamson. Um, and also, I would say this is their best format because they're, they're another side that probably just aren't aggressive enough for T20. But I think 50 over is perfect. Okay. A nugget from you, Hawkins, please. Well, with the pitch as it is and the chase bias as it is, I think it, England can be relied upon to knock the Kiwis over well, whatever the par line, under the par line, and you can certainly take some, take some very very short prices on laying um, under two twenty, under two thirty. If the Kiwis bat first, I think they're going to find it really tricky. Okay, um, and um, Hawkins, anything on the tops from you? Yeah, some good win rates uh, coming for you, Milan and Roy. Those uh, two guys that we mentioned to, we're going to have to sack <coughs> to get Harry Brook into the team. Well, they won. Uh, three of their last nine, each of them on top run scorer for England. So uh, Milan's just so reliable in white ball cricket. Um, it's particularly good um, in England. Um, for the Kiwis, no real standout for you apart from Phillips, three from 11. He's got the best win rate. Conway, three from 12. Latham, three from 19 in the middle order. I think Latham will be best in India, good player of spin. But um, if we can sort of get nine to two, on Glenn Phillips in the middle order suggests that's a good solid win rate bet with Sportsbook. Okay, um, and uh, Paul Krishnamurti, anyone you fancy out of that? Well, with a low, because um, I'm calling a low scoring game, I'm going to be looking for big prices around the middle order. Um, I know it mentioned Carl Jameson was a hundred to one last week. You know, I'll be happy with fifties to be honest. Um, Mitchell Santner is often a 25, 33 to one shot. So he's interesting. And again, like you just don't know that England order. I mean, is there scope for Sam Curran perhaps to be promoted? He's often a big price. Okay. Um, anything more you want to add to that, Hawkins? Uh, just a, just a couple of points on, on bowlers. Um, we've got Trent Bolt coming back into this team. Um, uh, it's very, very hard to beat on strike rate. Uh, way out in front. 
Um, likewise, Adil Rashid, or however that might be, have something to do with some of the, the conditions that he's been bowling in um, on tour. So just bear in mind that we might get some nice numbers on somebody like Gus Atkinson, who looks like a, a decent find for England, has already done damage to these Kiwis in, in the T20 stuff. Okay, thank you very much. All done. Um, which of those wages makes it to the best bets? You can find out in a second. But first, here is Edward Hawkins with a returning winner on the Five Point Challenge. Yes, Spiniak had one winner last week and a bet voided, so he's back. The first time we've had a returning challenge of absolutely yonks. Clubhouse lever leader is Eddie Rivers with three weeks return. So Spiniak is in the hunt here. So he's got three bets, one point laying first innings runs at 1-6-5 in that uh, New Zealand-England game. Two points to Kings to beat Patriots. A very, very short odds. Uh, suggests that's um, a bit of a cop-out on chat. But two points South Africa to beat Australia at decent odds. Gets it back um, with a reasonable shout, I think. Uh, just five points from Paul, I think, this week. Sam, if you want my five points, I'll be doing it across the week on betting.betfair. So. Okay, lovely stuff, Hawkins. Thank you very much. Um, so, shall we start then with um, we'll, we'll just come straight to Paul Krishnamurti for his five points. Okay, um, I'll let our guest have the South Africa bet. I was looking myself at South Africa, <laughs> but instead we'll have um, one point Heinrich Klassen man of the match in that game, and half a point Rassi van der Dussen man of the match. I'll have um, in the TKR v Royals match, 1.5 points, Jason Holder, top Royals bowler. And then in England v New Zealand, whoever bats first will have one point on under 250, half a point under 220, half a point under 200. Okay. Thank you very much, Paul Krishnamurti. Tune in next week to see whether we have a uh, rival for Eddie Rivers or if Paul Krishnamurti reigns supreme. Cricket Only Better, episode 210 is a wrap. We are back with episode 211 next week, as always. Uh, don't forget to check betting.betfair for all your cricketing cricket betting needs in the meantime. Um, have a lovely week in the meantime and double it in the meantime now. Yeah? Bonus. Yeah. Um, and we will see you next week.